Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rainbow's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac on a hot July day. I guess we're recording this program on the 14th of July, 100 and something degrees outside. Yeah, let's just call it an even 100 for good measure. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also have the, the human jukebox, yeah. Anthony <laughs> Washington from Detroit. Yeah, call him Juke for short. Yeah. Juke. So anyway, we're coming to you for a special 50th camp meeting edition program. This is our 50th camp meeting. Um, The last full week of July, um, we always have a camp meeting um, around here. And some people want to know why you have camp meeting. What's it all about? Well, 1973, my... The Lord, well, I'm not sure when the Lord told my grandfather, but in 1973, um, we started um, and what my grandfather called an indoor camp meeting. Now, many of you may have. I've never been to an outdoor camp meeting. You've been to an outdoor camp meeting, Tony? No, we were Methodists, and we weren't very camp meeting yeah. <laughs> oriented, but, but we, had, we had things very similar. Yeah. And so, so uh, well, an outdoor camp meeting, I, I'm assuming a lot of people would, would camp. Um, yeah, they'd come to stay. Yeah, they, like, they would come to stay for... Part of our family was primitive Baptist, yeah. and and we have what we call big meeting, big meeting, and it'd be like their version of camp meeting. So yeah, they come, they stay, they eat, they serve. stay on the on the campgrounds. Yeah, for stay a on the church, or... stay on the church grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big deal. So it, you don't go to a camp; you just camp out. Yeah, at the church. So yeah. It's well, like a in the woods sort of. Okay. Well, yeah. but I, well, I think that uh, well down in Texas, where my where my family's from, they would. Sometimes some of the churches, you know, they would assembly God. They they would own a campground. Well, true. Yeah, and so yeah, people okay. would come yeah. to the campground, you know, and then at nighttime they had bonfires and, and different things like that, and they would just camp out, and um, you know, so so they would have a lot of fellowship. Now, obviously, those kind of camp meetings, you, you didn't, you know, probably have ten thousand people like we've had some of our Gosh, camp meetings, yeah. um, but the Lord told him to to take the flavor of that camp meeting. Um, you know, and bring it to an indoor camp meeting where instead of staying actually at the church or at the campgrounds, you'd be staying at hotels and different things. But we had three services a day, still have three services a, a day. And we've had many, many miraculous things happen at camp meeting. Now, 1973 was the very first camp meeting, and it's the only camp meeting that my family has not attended. I say my family, talking about my immediate family, my immediate family, because my sister was born a few days later after the first camp meeting. So we were at that time living in, in Garland, Texas, a suburb of Dallas. And so, um, you know, we didn't attend that. So camp meeting number two was our first camp meeting. Obviously, if you do the math, um, I was five years old. And actually, camp meeting is my birthday normally. Um, you know, this year, it's going to be a couple of days after my birthday. I'm July 22nd is my birthday. If anyone wants to send me birthday gifts, you go ahead and do that. Anyway, but... Um, cash app, dollar sign. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would give you my cash app thing, but that's... I'll give me. you mine. And I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Just look me up, Craig yeah. Hagen. No, so. Might be some handling charges involved, but... Yeah. And anyway, the second camp meeting um, was the... What I call the El Shaddai camp meeting. Yeah, and yeah. You can watch the El Shaddai video. You can probably watch it online some, somewhere on YouTube. And Pastor yeah. was there. He is on yeah. the video. And my dad Jump, was there. Jumping He's high. Burns and all. He was on the video <laughs> jumping and some. And that was probably the the most one of those um, you know um, miraculous you know camp meeting experiences. And actually, um, Rama started 
right after that event, right. well, a few, a few days later in 1974. I believe it was the first camp meeting, 73, is where my grandfather actually talked about. Spoke it out. We're going to start a Bible school. Yeah. And, you know, it's. Bless God, we're going to start yeah, a Bible that, school. His, his actual <laughs> thing was, bless God, we're going to start a Bible school where, where we're going to train up men and women, you know, you know, to, to, you know, to learn to be led by the Spirit of God and to teach faith to this generation. Now, you know, he also talked about that most Bible schools, um, they preach about 80 percent, you know, normal stuff like math and, you know, all, all these kind of things. And 20 percent, you know, spiritual time things. And so we're going to concentrate on that 20 percent. Exactly. And yep. we're going to turn that around. And, and so when you come to Rainbow Bible Training College, you know, it's more about the spirit than it is about the natural things. Now, we do have some classes on the natural things. Yeah. I have a personal finance class because if you can't manage your finances, you're not going to be able to manage a church. Yeah. Um, we also have some stuff on on some other things. But um, if any of you are interested in coming to Rainbow Bible Training College, rbtc.org, if you'll just go there, give us your information, um, your your phone number, and your email, we'll, we'll email you a packet immediately, and then we'll give you a call and try to set up a time for you to come to campus. Um, Rainbow Bible um, Training College um, classes start the day after Labor Day is, is when we have registration. Registration, starts. exactly. Um, yeah. And so, um, so if you desire to become a part of the 2022-2023 class, um, you need to get your application. In fact, you can go to rbtc.org and, and apply right now. But going back to camp meeting, camp meeting has been a miraculous, you know, thing. We've we've had many many speakers over the years. Um, you know, um, a, a lot of the speakers we've had have have gone home yep. to be with the Lord. Um, the first few years, it was actually at um, Sheridan um, Sheridan Church, which was a third in Sheridan, and then we moved to Sheridan Skyline East. It was a hotel. Yep. It was a Sheridan hotel on the Skelly Bypass. Was not going. You guys in India have no clue where the Skelly Bypass is. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> And then we moved downtown to the Tulsa Convention Center, and we were there for many, many, many years until 2002. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I, I feel I grew up at the Tulsa Convention Center. <laughs> um, you know, it was um, actually the um, camp meeting is, was the largest um, annual convention that Tulsa had every year. Oh. And so it was a big thing, you know, here in the Tulsa metropolitan a- area. And um, it was interesting. When I was 21, I, I took over um, the crusade director and, and controlled all, all, the, all the camp meeting stuff. And it is interesting, um, a couple of years after that, I actually um, got elected Tulsa Person of the Year. Um, because not only did we bring camp meeting, I actually brought in another, I wrote a letter bringing an, another convention there and so um, they credited my account i don't know how many million dollars supposedly i brought into the tulsa community and it made me tulsa person of the year actually co-tulsa person of the year some other lady co-person, um, co-person. yeah i was co- i was a co-person so <laughs> you wasn't sure even back then how you identified <laughs> yeah so but but you know downtown camp meetings were, were awesome you know we've had we would have ten thousand people um you know in attendance actually we would have more of that in attendance during the week sometimes like eighteen thousand. of it the place only held ten thousand yeah. people at a time you know, but people, some people would come and stay two or three days or whatever. We've had so many, you know, ministers, um, you know, I'm just going through the list. I mean, you know, Oral Roberts, T.L. Osborne, obviously, you know, right mm-hmm. here in town. Um, Fred Price, um, John Osteen, John Osteen yeah. Norval Hayes, yeah. um, I mean, um, um, Charles Capps. You know, um, it, it's just an amazing list. Um, you know, and I'm thinking, and obviously at this 50th camp meeting, we are going to have the Ramah Singers and Band 
you know, another reunion thing, you know, <laughs> they never go away. <laughs> you know, we, we, they've, you know, they're all in the ministry. We keep them, so. them in cryostasis <laughs> and we bring them out every so yeah. often. And, uh, and obvious, and also we're going to, to have, um, brother David Ingalls and brother David Ingalls was there the very first yeah. camp meeting. And actually um, many of his songs that he's written, actually most of the songs he written, um, he has got got those from my grandfather's teachings. Well, and his whole ministry, as far as the the music and the way it took off, came from a word from the Lord from your grandfather. Yes, and yeah. um, and so he traveled many years with my grandfather, and then um, toward the end of my grandfather's life, he's traveled with us again. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, brother David's an awesome, awesome gentleman, and he has the Oasis Network. You know, not only here but all, all over now. You mm-hmm. know, they have. You know, sister stations all over the United States of America, and done a wonderful work through that. It's going to be a wonderful time. Um, you know, and not only is camp meeting a time for um for the you know the adults, we we also have what we call summer blitz, and I think summer blitz started in like 1987 when we, we we've always had some kind of youth meetings or whatever. We would have one or two nights. Um, downtown, but then I think around '87, might have been 1988, that we started a thing called Summer Blitz, and so, so every time there was an adult service, there was a youth service going on as well, and we've had all kinds of wonderful things. Um, well, speaking of camp, camp meeting, there there are churches that that is their camp, camp for their yeah. their youth. They will bring them to, camp to a Summer Blitz at camp meeting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's the week of camp meeting this year. But but if your youth is looking for something to do, you know, yeah. in a camp to go to, now obviously we don't have a camp. Well, we do have a camp, but but not here on campus. Um, you know what they'll do is is they'll a lot of youth groups will contact our ministry, and um, they'll come to Summer Blitz as their camp. And so it's um, because you. And some people say, well, we always do that because we know that there's going to be some great speakers. We, we, we know that, that, that our, um, our youth are, are, are going to um, you know, be blessed, and it's always a wonderful time. We, we actually have um, um, places where, where they can eat. We, they're at the NRC. We've set that up for them. So, so it's, if, if your youth is looking for a, a youth camp, the last full week in July every year, we have summer blitz, and then then we have the the kids. Um, I don't know what kids what they call their their meetings, uh, um, but they have wonderful things going on as well. So it's for the whole family. Now we realize, obviously, it's it's the Sunday of camp meeting. Um, most of you probably cannot get to the Tulsa area this week. Um, um, if you can, we encourage you to come to to Tulsa, Broken Arrow, and enjoy our 50th anniversary of Camp Meeting. If you cannot, we are going to be live online every service, Sunday night, 6 o'clock, and then Monday through Friday, it's um, 10 a.m., 2.30 p.m. And 7.30. And 7.30 p.m. Those are our three services a a day, and it's going to be – an awesome, awesome time, and it was so open. I think an hour before the service. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, well, I think once we open in the morning, I think we stay yeah. open all day. The long. only thing that won't be open be sanctuary doors, Victoria, maybe in yeah. between time, but the yeah. build the building the will be open. be open. Yeah, and so, but you can watch online. There's a number of ways to watch online. You can do go watch on our internet TV station, um, Rama.tv. You can watch us on YouTube. That's the way I like to watch um, on YouTube, Rama USA channel. Or you can, um, on Facebook, um, Facebook Live, we'll actually be broadcasting on our Kenneth Hagen Ministry um, channel. It's kind of interesting that um, 
this is one of our Kenneth ministry events. We, we basically have, you know, two or three Kenneth ministry events a, a year. And um, camp meeting has been one of our Kenneth ministry events. It's really not been a church event, although we have it in the church auditorium since 2003. And, um, you know, there's been so many special times about camp meeting, but I, I, I want to, you know, this is Craig's podcast and Craig tells funny stories or whatever. So, <laughs> so I want to tell you what's the interesting thing about camp meeting is, um, how um, I learned to ice skate during camp meeting. Um, oh. yes, you know, so many people want to know, you know, um, how I learned to ice skate. Well, um, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, no, <laughs> back when camp meeting was, was downtown, um, we used to actually have the Williams Center Forum downtown. It was a shopping mall, which didn't really take on you know, too well, but it also had a food court there. And they had an ice skating rink. And so I, I um, think it opened up sometime in the 80s. Um, so there's this ice skating rink. And so, you know, so I'm downtown. I would normally go to the evening services. During the afternoon, I'd find something to do. And the hotel we stayed at was right Adjoining to the Double Tree, you know, well, no, that this this was before Double Tree. Before was built. the Double Tree, okay. We, we were staying at the, what was called the Williams Center Hotel. So the BOK building downtown, the big building, the biggest building downtown Tulsa, used to be the Williams Center building, and so connected to the Williams Center building was the Williams Center Forum, which had the shopping mall. Connected to the Forum was the Williams Center Hotel. Okay, all right, it changed names over. It's st- it's still in existence, but it's not called the You're Williams Center. Out Hotel. Some history, Pastor yeah. Craig. So. <laughs> So connected to that mall was where we would stay because that was the only hotel downtown. In fact, what many people do not know is we used to not have very many hotels downtown. We had the Mayo Hotel, and then that closed down. Um, you know, and my, now my my grandparents used to stay at the Mayo Hotel right. until it closed down. They stayed in the Elvis Presley suite. Um, I, I don't I don't know if it's Elvis Presley, but Elvis stayed in that suite whenever he came to to town. But that closed down right. I mean, right about 1980 or so. And so that's when the Williams Center got built. And we had no hotels downtown. In fact, every time that we were trying to renovate downtown, they would call me and because I, I, I ran the largest convention that Tulsa had. Um, and so they'd always call me and I always, you know, begged them, we need more hotels downtown. We, you know, we, and now ha- downtown's happening, yeah. um, you know, and it wasn't. Where did, all the, where did people stay? Um, well, like a lot of people, did, they didn't, well, yeah, they didn't stay downtown. They would have to stay at hotels, you know, all across, um, or motels, you know, across things. Now, there were a few motels downtown that I would never stay at, but um, <laughs> there are some people who did stay at some motels, but there wasn't a lot downtown. But anyway, there was an ice skating rink. And so every day we would go ice skating. And, well, when I first had an ice skating rink, I don't know, I think... So usually in the middle of the rink, there there were some people doing all kinds of you know ice skating, whatever you know, twirls and all kinds of stuff. And some there was some teachers and stuff you know teaching them. So I think one lady felt sorry for me because I kept on busting my rear on the ice skating rink. So she actually showed me how to ice skate. So I got free lessons. <laughs> and so um, so every year at camp meeting, I would go ice skating every day. So that's how I learned to ice skate. You know because most people from Oklahoma don't really ice skate very often. Right. Often, it's not a normal thing. But I mean, camp meeting. You know, so I grew up with camp meeting. Camp meeting usually is all around my birthday. So my, you know, my birthday and camp meeting's always been synonymous. Now, the bad thing about it is, is I don't really. We don't have many birthday parties. The good thing about it is, a lot of people tell you happy birthday because it's always there <laughs> in camp meeting. And in fact, some people want to know. They say, "Well, Craig, how? Um, I mean, you don't get nervous talking to." 
a lot of people and things like that. And I said, well, you know what? The first time I ever spoke in public, um, I think I was like 12. It was camp meeting. It was one of my grandfather's, you know, his birthday or special how many years in ministry. And they wanted me to talk. So, um, you know, my first time to speak in public, first time, you know, except for speech class and, you know, in elementary or junior high school was um, camp meeting, 10,000 people there. So, you know, you, you got to go big or go home, I guess. So <laughs> um, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's how it, it started. And then, um, then, you know, then I started making announcements. And so, you know, and of course, the deal is, if you ever heard me make announcements, um, you know, I just use a lot, use a lot of humor, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just become the announcement guru. Some people, it's funny because people say, "Well, I can't go to the restroom during your announcements. I have to wait till after your announcement before I go to the restroom because they don't want to miss Craig's announcements <laughs> at at camp meeting." But you know, we always have a wonderful spiritual time, and you know, and um, I know if you, if you go to our our YouTube channel, the Rama USA YouTube channel, we've been sharing different moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there and, and a special thing that we're going to have, and I don't have the all the information here. Um, we're going to have a special fifty messages from camp meeting um, on an MP3 um, this year. Flash so, drive deal. Yeah, flash drive for fifty dollars. Cool. I'm sure the information will be going out at some time after camp meeting to, for other folks to get involved in that. But it, you know, it's it's an interesting time. So, you have any stories about camp meeting, Tony? You're like well, you're. You know, we we started going years ago. I guess. My first experience with camp meeting was not being here in, per- in person, but uh, when I had came back to the Lord and gotten filled with the Holy Ghost and we were farming big, some of the first cassette tapes that I borrowed from my daddy were those blue albums mm-hmm. that I used to make and they would be camp meeting. Some of them, sometimes it might be the best of camp meeting or it might be the whole camp meeting. So I'm years out of time listening, really cut my teeth on John Osteen and and uh, uh, all that stuff, and uh, so uh, yeah, and then ushering downtown. Holy smokes, that's a long day in cowboy boots <laughs> <laughs> on the concrete. <laughs> yes. Now something else is interesting for for you guys, you know, that maybe have never went to downtown camp meeting, is we would turn the Tulsa Convention Center yeah. into a little rainbow. We would actually build in the exhibit hall. We, we would actually build yep. booths yep. that actually mimicked the. The tile roofs around Rama, and so, and in fact, all our you know we have three hundred some odd employees. Um, all of them would go downtown and work different jobs um, during camp meeting yeah, during yeah. the week. Everybody, you know, so you know may, maybe you normally did this, but now you, you know you were an auto mechanic, but now you're now you're a driver yeah. or you're. You could get this. your picture with Brother Haken in, in there because he had a cardboard cutout. Yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> was that his eighty? Was that his? Um, I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Fifty years of ministry, seventy-five. You know, whatever. Might so, have been his eightieth birthday. It, it could have been. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so what happened on we were we were trying to celebrate it was some I think it was it was of, that was ninety seven yeah so yeah. what is that his eightieth yeah, birthday yeah it was um so yeah, yeah so it was his eightieth birthday we were trying to figure out what we could do for his eightieth birthday you know and a lot of people would like to get a picture with Brother Hagen but we knew that there was no way he was going to sit out and take pictures <laughs> with everybody so I come up with the ingenious idea. Of a cardboard cutout of Brother Hagen, you know, and you could come and get a birthday picture yeah. with Brother Hagen. It was busy. Yeah. Card, so, cardboard Brother Hagen was busy all week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we charged $5 for your picture, but we actually took a picture and gave you, you know, uh, 
Polaroid or whatever, you know, like, like the Easter Bunny or, or Santa <laughs> Claus picture, you know. And so we, we basically just tried to cover our yeah, costs from, yeah. from printing out the, the picture. You know, this, you know, you guys have to realize this is before everybody had a camera on their cell phone. Oh, yeah. You know, and so some people don't realize what life was like w- without a cell phone camera where you're, you're taking videos and pictures of everything. And so it was so, a way to- So summer of 98, yeah. uh, I'm on the wheat uh, running the harvest trail. I'm uh, cutting wheat. So we're in Oga. No, we'd already moved from Ogallala. We were in Gettysburg, South Dakota. And, uh, and so I left, left Gettysburg to come home. Of course, we made it a part of a work trip. I brought a, took a header trailer out to the Panhandle, Nebraska to drop for one guy and then came home and then picked up something to take back to South Dakota. So I left Gettysburg, South Dakota, off the combine to come here so I could uh, fulfill my commitment to Usher for the week of camp meeting. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yep. And I had I had uh, jumped off a low boy in Ogallala, Nebraska, loading a tractor and grain cart and twisted my ankle. And so by the time camp meeting rolled around, I'm, on, I'm in cowboy boots downtown on that concrete with a purple ankle, ankle that is, yeah, it was big. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you know, back in those days, you know, we're wearing suits and ties. Oh, and, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I had uh, I had driven one of our one ton flatbed dually diesel trucks from South Dakota. And uh, we had two way radios and all that stuff in yeah. those days. So I'm in the parking garage downtown, you know, with that 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 two-way radio antenna zipping along the concrete roof and that truck will barely fit in there <laughs> <laughs> now I, I guess as an usher you probably wore the famous red coat i wore the red coat yeah the we, red were the, coats, we were the red coats we still have yeah. the famous red coat yeah that, that we yeah. had we lost the, an offering bucket you that did? year yeah we found it but it was a it was a situation for just a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah many things happen at camp many behind the scenes in fact one year this gentleman came um with long hair proclaiming to be Jesus yeah. Christ, and um, he wanted to talk to his people, and so um, Jesus they ain't got, here. Yeah, Jesus got kicked out of, of camp <laughs> meeting that year. Um, of course, he wasn't the real Jesus. He yeah. was just some crazy guy. You know, you know it. It is interesting the number of well, we'll just say unique individuals yeah. that have come to camp meeting over the oh, years. Especially downtown, you have to realize that downtown Tulsa, obviously, you know, like any downtown, we have a lot of homeless population and a lot of panhandlers and, and things like that. And, you know, sometimes that so our rule was if they came in and didn't bother anyone and sat down, no big deal. But if they start bothering people, then that we'd have to, mm-hmm. you know, talk to them. But, um, you know, the great part about it is, um, you know, we, we always had great, great security there and yep. things good. like that. But, um, you know, it's just. You know, people don't, it's just something about the expectancy during camp meeting. You know, yeah. you being an usher, you remember, you open the doors and people you know, oh, yeah, al- almost r- run, you, run down. you over. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. and you know, and the thing about it is obviously I'm not advocating running over people to get a front row seat or whatever. But there's a hunger there. But there's a there. hunger yeah. that, that I haven't seen, yeah. you know, in our generation. You know, we don't, we don't see that. It's like, you know, you know, nowadays, like, well, if it's crowded, I'm not going, yeah. you know, I don't, yeah. I don't. I mean, you know, these people would line up, you know, and you know, for you know, for hours just to get there and just to try to get a close seat. Oklahoma weather, heat. Yeah, heat. Wow, that's some hunger. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the good thing about being downtown convention center, usually there was enough room for them to wait inside. Now, you know, now here at this building at Winter Bible Seminar, sometimes we see people out in the cold 
Um, yeah, I've been one of them. Waiting to get in for hours on hours, you know, in the in the freezing cold weather, which you know, wow, not the nicest thing in the world. But but you know, there was a hunger there that that we need to see again. Yeah, yeah. you know, and you know, some people think, well, you had this minister and you had that minister and you had, yeah, but the Holy Ghost never changes. Jesus never changes. God never changes. It's the same anointing that's always been. And, you know, it's, it's not about an individual, but, but a, about the anointing of God yeah. upon all of us. And, um, you know, it's interesting. In fact, um, um, Thursday evening, yeah. so Thursday evening, 730. Thursday is always what we call Rhema Day. Uh, my grandfather started Rhema. So every meeting we would do, um, Thursday was always Rhema Day. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of let you in on it on a kind of a little bit of a secret. The reason Thursday was Raymond Day, when you did a week-long meeting, usually took you to about Wednesday to meet the budget. And so, you know, once the, once the budget was met, everything else that came in went to, toward Raymond Bible Training College, you know, because our number one goal is to train ministers. And, you know, in fact, every person who comes to Raymond Bible Training College actually comes on a scholarship because we raise money to keep your tuition low. The tuition is only... $3,100, something like that. And that includes your books and everything. I mean, that, that's, that's you know, per year. I mean, most of the time, you know, th- that $3,100 would, wouldn't even, even cover a down payment for most, most schools. But, yeah. but um, Thursday's always been Raymond Day. And my grandfather, I don't know how many, say, so well, what does that mean? He double says, up. Double, up. double up. Double up. And he, he would start, you know, with the top. He said, if you're going to bring a million dollars, you bring two million. You know, if if you're gonna bring a you know five thousand, you bring ten thousand. If you're gonna bring a hundred dollars, you bring two hundred dollars. If you're gonna bring ten dollars, you bring twenty dollars. If if you're not gonna bring anything, double that and come on. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he'd say. It, it, people didn't realize because any times t- anything times zero is zero. Is zero. <laughs> so so if you're not gonna bring anything, you double up and you just come on anyway. You know, but but we would have a special offering for Rama Bible Training College. We had it every one of our all-faith crusades, our camp meetings, our winter Bible seminars, and we still do at, at this point in time. It's always, we always have Rama Day. And on, on Rama Day, we always talk about what Rama Bible Training College and what Rama's doing all around the world. And it's so incredible, you know, when now, I mean, like I said, Rama started out a camp meeting um, and my grandfather, his goal was to train 50 students every year to go out and preach the gospel. Well, I think right now we have 14,000 students enrolled at this time. And we're not even enrolled here in the United States, right. you know, just all around the world. We've trained over 110,000 Raymond graduates, you know, in our 280 campuses, um, awesome. 51 countries. And it's just incredible what God is doing, what God has done through Rayma Bible Training College, rbtc.org, if you want to find more information about that. Because I tell you what, there's some people listening out there that, you know what, you know that you need to learn more about the Bible. Um, you know, I was talking to some people, and they were talking about how these secular schools, I mean, they're inundating these people with this woke, you know, <laughs> you know agenda, yeah. you know, but it's time to Really wake up your agenda and find out what the Word of God says yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah. And, I, and I tell you, Raymond Bible Training College is, you know, like like our good friend Aaron Anders said, you know, 
it, it wouldn't hurt anybody to come two years at Rama and just get a foundation of the Word of God um, because you need that foundation to even live in this world. Yeah. You know, whether you're called to the ministry or not, some of you know you're called to the ministry, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, you can sign up now or you can give us information and we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call. But anyway, Thursday evening, and like I said, you can watch us online at rhema.tv, um, Rhema USA YouTube channel, or the Kinetheca Ministries Facebook Live, or on your Rhema USA app on your device. And Thursday evening, we're going to have a special presentation that goes through the history of camp meeting. It's going to be 45 minutes to 50 minutes long. It's, you know, it's, it's a whole thing. It goes, takes clips from different various ministers throughout the years, um, you know, even has some some talking, of some commentary. I, I know that um, we, um, we really go into detail of my grandfather's last service at camp meeting. Yeah. In fact, um, it's interesting because I was talking to Rich King. Rich King, one of my good friends, he's also was, you know, um, in fact, if, if you see any videos of um, my grandfather ministering, you're going to see myself and Rich King behind, <laughs> behind my grandfather. And so Rich actually went in detail of what went on, and then we took video to describe. I'm like, Rich, how'd you remember all that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't remember all this stuff happened. You know, but he That's remembered sweet. exactly what mm. happened that, that day, just a, a real pivotal thing that happened um, in, in his ministry. And we didn't know that that would be his last time at camp meeting. Right. Wow. And and it's just a, it's just pretty awesome to to watch this video and and to watch the history and to watch the to see the different people you know that that have ministered at camp meeting throughout the years. Um, like I said, you know, it's interesting because many of people know Joel Joel Osteen, but John Osteen, yeah. Joel's dad, r- really. Um, Brother Hagen was the one who helped him get started. Yeah, they were they were great friends. I'll tell you one on John Osteen. I'll never forget, and I think he told us at camp meeting. Yeah. Uh, one year, because uh, they were really, really close friends. Yeah, well, you and, know, whenever John Osteen was pastoring a small little church when right, my grandfather yeah, went down there yeah. in a feed store. Yeah, in a feed store, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, in a feed store. And so, you know, before the forget about cell phones and and your voicemail, think answering machine, okay, and a wired phone. So, so uh, he calls and uh, um, uh, let's see if I can get get it. I'm gonna have it backwards here. Uh, yeah, he had. Uh, yeah, Brother Hagen called. Brother Osteen called John and uh, Brother Osteen, and he got his message machine, and and uh, says Brother Hagen told him on the, on the left this voice message on the message machine. I don't want to talk to this idiot box. I want to speak to the real idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and John John Osteen said he called him back, and when he answered the phone, he said real idiot speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you know what a lot of people don't know that my grandfather did have a sense of humor, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually was a very shy man, but but if he really yeah. knew you like yep. he did, Brother Osteen, uh, Brother Osteen and him are, are friends. We we've been friends with the Osteen family all my life. I mean, I know them all. Um, you know, wonderful, wonderful people. And so, but if he really was close to you, yeah, man, he would pick on you. He he would um, you know, tell jokes, all kinds of stuff. But it's you know interesting. You know, sometimes we don't see the behind the scenes thing. Same thing. You know, Pastor Greg, I was actually thinking um about my first camp meeting. I had just moved here. As a new uh, student, just want to encourage if there's any students out there well, that actually before you started, yeah, right? before I started uh, yeah. school, if you know maybe you're coming to Rainbow this year, and I will say Camp Meeting is a great place to start, you know. Yeah. So I came, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, so moving to Tulsa was like I didn't know what to expect, you know. I didn't come from a Rainbow church, Rainbow background. I just came from my Pentecostal church where we ran and jumped and climbed walls and rolled on the floor and did all that fun stuff. So I never forget my first service. I came here Camp Meeting and. 
man, I'm looking at people running and jumping and excited about God. And I'm like, man, I, I came to the right place. So it, it was just a very, very um, a, a great time of even uh, just hearing the word, just morning, you know, getting teaching and then at night. Just, I mean, you you don't know what's going to happen in any of the services. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a really great experience for me coming down here to camp meeting for my first camp meeting. You know, uh, you started there about Thursday night. Let's mention a couple of things about the week. I mean, that night's going to be special and there'll be yeah. a lot of Raymer singers and men singing that night. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we're having the big, you want to mention the NRC? Yeah, you can mention the NRC. I'm, I'm not even sure what, all, <laughs> well, what else it, going we're, on. We're doing a fellowship over there, kind of a party, I guess, after party or whatever. I'm not sure what we're calling it, but it's open to, to everyone awesome. with some refreshments. And what, then, what, is that Thursday night as well? That's Thursday night. Thursday night after, yeah. after the service. And so Wednesday, back it up from there, Wednesday night, if uh, a lot of our Rhema alumni or ministers, RMAI ministers, will be ordination service during camp meeting, and there'll yeah. be at least 30 or mark out 26 on the list now that'll be ordained that night. So that's always, you know, good to see. And then yeah. Tuesday night, if you're a Rama alumni from any of our campuses, anywhere in the world, after the service, uh, we'll have a, a fellowship over in uh, uh, SDC one uh, for, uh, for all the Rama alumni. So there's just some extra things going on also. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And like that special after, after, party or whatever whatever they're calling it I, I know that they were i know we had a meeting about it but i have yeah, no yeah, clue i know it's it. happening but i don't remember what we're calling I, it I, so. I don't remember what all we're doing i know they're going to have a lot of pictures over there of past camp a lot of nostalgia to yeah. see during well and, and that's something else you know th- here in the halls yeah. they're also going to have pictures in fact um i heard that they're bringing the the faith shield that we used to hang downtown, downtown. That, that's going to be somewhere here you can get a picture by the faith shield you not the one on the roof but the, the you know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one that we used to hang yeah. at Camp Meeting. That's cool. um, one of the funniest um, stories about the, the face shield and things like that was so um, a lot of times so what they would do is, you know, we actually had a really good relationship with the Tulsa Convention Center. In fact, the guy, Ed Myring, was the guy who, who ran that. He worked for worked for them. He was a Rain grad, 1976 Rain graduate. So he always gave us a lot of favor. So a lot of times that we would um, – um, you know, move in a little early or, or, or whatever, you know, or, and th- they wouldn't even charge us sometimes. Um, and so, um, anyway, so we always, we would hang the face shield, um, usually Friday or Saturday before Friday, I guess, um, cause Saturday is when we start moving in before camp meeting. So Friday, Friday afternoon, we, we hung the face shield and that was a normal thing that we were already on the schedule. And so, um, they called us one day and they said that, um, WCW professional wrestling, they want to have a match um, that um, that Friday evening. And, you know, so we're like, well, can we still hang the facial? And like, you know, yeah, go ahead. So they had a wrestling match and it was on television with the facial hanging, awesome. <laughs> hanging up behind the thing. That's awesome. And actually, um, Jake the Snake Roberts um, talked about his Christian testimony, you know, because of the face shield. Wow. Um, you know, he, he, he was telling people about you know, he recognized the faith shield. And, you know, it is interesting to, you know, I, I actually didn't watch it on TV, but if you, you, you know, you could, they said it was hanging there right by the ring. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you looked at the ring, you can see the face shield hanging behind there. So, you know, interesting thing that, wow. that happened um, with the, the faith, faith shield. shield. Yeah. So, I are mean, you bringing Bozo back to uh, oh, Bozo, you know, <laughs> I don't he, even know. He, he was a big hit. People wanted he, pictures with Bozo. And, um, <laughs> 
Was that camp meeting or winter Bible? It was camp meeting. I was, was thinking about meeting. it. I was <laughs> thinking about him today. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if you I'm know, feeling. I might have to buy a new bozo. I, 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 I don't know if I don't know if I was feeling stupid at the moment or what. But I thought about yeah. bozo. <laughs> yeah. If, what they're talking about is is I use bozo as an illustration. Um, so I guess it was one camp meeting, and I pulled them out a couple times over the years. And in fact, I'm during the all COVID mess. I pulled Bozo out. Yeah. And yeah. We, yeah. we made announcements together. So, so yeah, we, we, we might, we might have to have Bozo too, because I think Bozo. So what, what it is, 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 you know, everyone's seen Bozo the clown. This is a, a punching bag. Well, it, it, for all you older ones out yeah. there that grew up with Weeble Wobbles. Yeah. Yeah. You can rock them, you can knock them, but it won't fall down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, that's weighted on the bottom and you, yeah. you can knock, you know, Bozo around or, or a clown. This happens to be, Bozo the clown, um, you know. So I'll ha- I'll maybe have to buy a new bozo. I've got a bring- song about him. You might be knocked down like Bozo the clown. <laughs> <laughs> we got a song, yeah. <laughs> so you never know what you're going to see at, yeah. at, at camp meeting, um, you know. And obviously at camp meeting, you'll you'll see a lot of my announcements, some crazy stuff that we announce that we have in the bookstore. You don't want to miss it. In fact, I'm, I'm going to go through a list of. Who's speaking? And of course, you know, my parents, Kenneth and Lynette Hagen, um, myself, uh, my sister, Denise Hagen Burns, Charles Cowan, Daryl Huffman, Fred Price Jr., Earl Glisson, Mark Hankins, Mark Bohr, and Tommy Pickens III will all be ministering. So we have a, a mix between the old and the young. You know, in fact, um, Charles Cowan was the Rama class of the first class. Yeah. Oh, that's really um, cool. He was in the first graduating class from Rama. In fact, Back in those days, we don't have it now. Back in those days, we had a student council, and he was the class president. Also, he was a class clown as well. I don't know if he was a class clown, but he was the class first class president. And, and, and he has spoken at camp meeting a number of years. Yeah, I, I can't even know you know how many years yeah. that, that he's spoken Great teaching on faith, at like camp meeting. And so in the, normally in the morning time is teaching on faith. Um, yeah. The afternoons and the evenings, there is no really guidelines, What you know, whatever the Lord leads. Um, and you never know. Now, I will tell you, a lot of people might remember, um, we've had a various number of people taught at camp meeting over the years. And so this was the rule of downtown camp meeting. This is kind of what we did. So my grandfather would always have the morning services would always, um, you know, we lined out um, someone on faith. And we would have certain individuals teach on faith. Um the evening services normally, unless Holy Ghost lead otherwise, was was my grandfather and my father. And the afternoon was open up to whoever showed up. And so now usually Thursday afternoon, we would normally have some Rhema graduates. A at lot, least, usually at least three. Yeah, a lot of times missionaries and mm-hmm. people, you know, we would we would have, you know, Rhema. But, but then the afternoon, you know, people, you know, so a lot of folks that were starting out in ministry and, and you know, just getting along, um, would show up, you know, just so, so basically everybody was there because, you know, we want to get an opportunity to preach at camp meeting. Now, now sometimes the night services, you know, would, he'd had someone speak and, but I, I've been there many times and it, you know, where we were, um, after every service, even what we do now, but that time we were in the Doubletree hotel that we would, we'd have, we'd invite different ministers to come to a thing. And I would, my grandfather would say, "Hey, Doc, um, 
can you speak tomorrow afternoon? You know, I mean, that, that's exactly how you got invited to speak at camp meeting a lot of times. You know? So they didn't announce speakers. We didn't announce speakers because oh, wow. we didn't even know who was speaking. We, we, we knew a couple of speakers. A lot of times he would already figure out who's going to speak on Monday afternoon because it was, you know, Monday afternoon. And, and he knew who was speaking in the morning times, but he, we didn't know who was going to speak most afternoons. So, so there was no announcement of speakers um, for many, many years. I mean, you know, at one point in time, we, we cha- changed that a little bit. But for, for the early years of camp meeting, it was, you know, it was camp meeting. You know, mm-hmm. we, we didn't hear whatever the Holy Ghost led that was – that was what was happening, and I, I remember working at camp meeting. People would call, well, who's speaking? We, we, we don't know. Now, sometimes that they would announce it. My grandfather would announce, hey, tomorrow so-and-so is speaking, but a lot of times you didn't know till you showed up. But you know what? People still ran to get a front-row seat, not even know who's speaking because it wasn't about who's speaking yeah. because, you know, the people who were speaking then, they, they weren't – really big names at that point in time. Now they became big names over the years, but at that point in time, they weren't big name people. Um, in fact, a, a lot of folks, um, like I said, started their ministry at camp meeting. That, yeah. That's why it's such a main, you know, big thing. It's our 50th anniversary of camp meeting. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I know a lot of, a lot of folks um, have called and said, well, we're not, we're not going to miss the 50th anniversary of camp meeting. So, so we're, we're excited about that. I mean, the whole, the whole Price family, you know, actually they called us and they all wanted to be there. And so we're excited about having them, having, you know, different. I mean, there'll, there'll be a lot of ministers who are here just attending, yeah. you know. And um, I tell you what, I mean, there's there's so many things that, that, I mean, you can get at camp meeting, you know. And, you know, I, I know you can watch online, but there's just something about being there. Yeah. You know, I, um, I watch a lot of football games and other various sporting events. And it's fun to watch online, but there's nothing like being there in the stadium, you know, just, just a, an atmosphere. And it's the same thing, you know, here, you know, at, at camp meeting. And so if you can possibly make it, uh, we just encourage you to come here to um, the Broken Arrow Tulsa area. Like I said, this is Sunday, so we're starting tonight. Um, I'm, well, I'm going to – this is not Sunday, but th- when we air this program, it will be Sunday the 24th. Time machine. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful week, and we – would love to have you at camp meeting, whether you're online or whether you're here in person. You know, and and if you can't watch it live, you know, if you'll just go to our YouTube channel, it'll be right there on Rama USA YouTube channel anytime to watch and on demand <laughs> and on demand. So, so anyway, also we do want to let you guys know about Rama Bible Training College. Like you said, we we actually start our registration the day after Labor Day. Um, 2022, um, September the, I'm not, 4th, 5th, something like that. It is September the 5th. September the 5th. And we actually start in the classroom on, uh, sept, uh, no, I'm looking at July. Well, we, we have orientation Sep- at first. September the 6th, then, then orientation and student revival, and we're actually first day of classes the 19th. Yeah, but rbtc.org, if you'll just go there, you can find more information about Rama Bible Training College. If yourself, or maybe you have a child or a grandchild or a friend that's been talking about, you know, going to a Bible school or just talking about going to college in, in general, um, you might want to, you know, mention, hey, that you should check out Rhema Bible Training College. Um, you know, it's a great place. Um, and, I mean, you, 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 you will be blessed and you'll be able to, to hear the word of God on a daily basis. RBTC.org. If you'll just go there, give us your information or you can go there and sign up today if you want to. Amen. So we're excited about Camp Meeting 50. We would hope hope to see you, you know, here at Camp Meeting 50. If not, hope to see you online. 
We're so excited about what God is doing. But and like, like Brother Hagin would always say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half your life. Yeah, he, I don't know how many times whenever he would talk about different events, if you miss this, you're going to miss half your life. Or if he said, you know, in fact, I know that there would be certain nights at camp meeting, he talking about, well, you definitely want to be here tomorrow night. If, if you miss tomorrow night, you miss half your life. Now, at this point in time, back, you know, you didn't have, you know, online, you didn't have all this. So you either there or you won't. You know, and then maybe you might get the tape later on or something yeah. like that. But, you know, it wasn't like you can go online and order it. You know, it might be months before you, you know, hear the service. And so I know people that change their, their flight plans and everything else, you know, so they don't want to miss half their life. So, so camp meeting number 50 is going to be a wonderful time. Amen. Well, here at Rainbow, we're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.